Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is Things Wild Within. I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. I thought, I think it's Thursday. Ain't it Thursday? It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Which, speaking of, let me check something real quick. I want to check something. Oh, you guys know we got to finish off this January, you know. Jack the Ripper January. Um... And um, I said that mo- most of the people I'm going to be talking about, most of the cases I'm going to be talking about are going to be about a specific situation. This is a specific situation where the young lady, I don't think she was a sex worker um, that I want to talk about today is Piper Lewis. Um, I was supposed to talk about her yesterday, but um, when I got called in, I signed up to work. Okay. It's a whole different it's that different thing. It's different. It's different. I signed up to work. And then it has a nerve to like rub in my face. That I'm not working again this week. I'll be working again next week though. Y'all will see that. I'll, I will take random shifts. When I need to. When I want to. When I have to. Um, I did X. Okay, you know, just never mind. Never mind. Okay, but um, I'm finishing off Jack the Ripper. January. And I'll be talking about... Cyber crimes, crimes that have to do with dating, stuff like that. That's what I will be talking about. But, um, crimes that are linked to people going on dates and unfortunately they don't come back alive or get home or go home and they passed away um not to ruin valentine's day if you already have somebody valentine's day is for you I've always been someone who believed that Valentine's Day is for people who are already in relationships that has been established over the years, months. I don't get why people go on fresh dates on Valentine's Day. It's the same thing. You watch these movies and it's always a movie about a woman in her 30s um, who's single and she wants to impress her family. So she fakes a relationship and then in the end she falls in love or she tries to find love for the holidays. That's not how love works. And I don't, I want people to understand that during the, the Valentine's Day season, I bought my own self my Valentine's Day gift this year. I'm happy. It is coming tomorrow. I will be posting it on my Instagram, which is lady underscore Tiffany Ma. Um, where you're going to see my Valentine's Day gift to myself. 
I don't like the idea of going on a date with someone on Valentine's Day. I don't like my first date being on Valentine's Day. I just don't like that. That's just not how I roll. I remember I was talking to a dude. I started talking to him around Christmas season. And he wanted to go on a date. I was like, I don't want to. I know what you're getting at, but you know, no, don't, don't do, don't do that. I don't like that. Like, I need to know you or for a minute. Like, I'll say six months before we start doing Valentine's Day stuff because I don't want you buying me cut candy and chocolate and you think I'm an asshole. Like, no. If we're just now getting to know each other, we should not be going on dates. So I'm just personally telling people that I don't think it's a good idea to go on your first date on Valentine's Day. Because you're going to see couples, couples who have been established, couples who've been together for years, couples who know each other forever, be on dates and you can't do the same thing with your date as everybody else is doing because what everybody else is doing, they already have. And you're just now getting it. So it doesn't make any sense to go on a, a, a first date with someone. Go on a date before or after Valentine's Day, but don't go on a date exactly on Valentine's Day. That's weird. So I'm gonna be talking about um so I'm gonna be talking about dating app dates that have gone wrong. That's what I'll be talking about in February. Um y'all know me and dating apps don't get along. I already told you one story about a guy who wanted to go on a date on Valentine's Day, and I'm like, dude, we just met each other. I knew he was gonna do that. You know, it's it's some people don't like being lonely. I'm one of the people I like my own. I like my own uh, space, but I don't mind dating. I just don't want to date around the holidays. I don't want to date around Christmas. I don't want to date around Thanksgiving, and I don't want to date around um, Valentine's Day because I don't want you sitting up here buying me stuff, and I ain't bought you nothing because you're the last person I'm thinking about because we just started dating. So um, today we're going to talk about Piper Lewis, but we're going to end it off uh about a story about a raid okay of what's happening so i hope you guys are having a lovely thursday say this and I have to say this to myself as a woman like I gotta do better when I tell you last night y'all know I started working at Mercedes Benz for the first time for Beyonce's concert and um for me it was hard. So now I picked up some shifts to do a private event. It was a corporate event. When I tell you, shout out to the football players, shout out to the to the football players and the soccer players, which technically that's football still. Um, shout out to y'all in that field y'all have to run on. My feet were not ready for that field. 
when I tell you that that feel tore my feet up, oh my God, that feel tore my feet up. I know my shoes are meant for the kitchen. Football players have shoes that are meant for the field. Soccer players have shoes that are meant for the field. Clearly, the field is already, the way I looked at the field, even under the decorations they had for the thing they did, I could tell that they were preparing the field for soccer season. So, walking on that field, you have no heel support, okay? No heel support. Girl. Then they had, like, things on top of the field. You can see where the field was, and you can see where they had made, like, decorations. The area I was in, we were serving French food. Can you imagine? Three black people and some Hispanics serving, serving French food. Girl. They had ratatouille. They had something with beef in it. Um, potato dauphine. It. I didn't like the way it smelled. So, you know, I didn't like the way it smelled at all. I was gonna watch the smell it just turn me off. Other areas was like Japanese and Mexico, I'm assuming. I saw the thing where it said like empanadas. I was like, uh-uh. They asked us, like, it was crazy to me because somebody asked me, like, oh, one of the girls who was talking to me, she was like, oh, where you, um, like, oh, y'all serving French food. I'm like, we have a section we're in, we're serving French food. Now, the the, the, the feeling that it feeling like France was just not transpiring. I don't care how they decorated it because they did decorate it to where it was supposed to be like you're in a garden in France. But, I mean, I don't know how three blacks and a couple of Hispanics are going to make you feel like you're in in, in France. <laughs> but I have so much respect for the football players and them running on that field. Y'all have to have specific shoes. I see why y'all have to have cleats. I see why y'all have to have them shoes with the spikes underneath. Like, girl, that field tore my feet up. My big toe was hurting so bad. I was like, I've been wearing these shoes since August. How are they hurting me? And I realized it's the ground. It's the turf. I didn't like walking on the field because walking on the field was painful to my feet. So, yeah. With that being said, I want to go ahead and start this podcast all talking about Piper Lewis. If you have not heard what's going on with Piper Lewis, 
All I'm gonna say is, is with this case, this this is something else. This is something like this happened in Des Moines. And I feel like her case opened something else. It opened up a can of worms. Now, whatever can of worms it opened up, it did. Okay. So I'm gonna talk about this. And so I got the story from Des Moines And it says Piper Lewis got 20 year sentence, but then is replaced, then is placed on probation again. It was written last year. So it says Des Moines sex trafficking victim Piper Lewis will get a third chance, but with the manslaughter conviction on her record and a lengthy prison sentence awaiting if she slips up again. Lewis, who violated her probation by leaving a transitional facility without permission, appeared in court for a hearing Wednesday, almost three years to the day since the then 15 year old stabbed to death Zachary Brooks, 37, in the early hours of June 1st, 2020, after he raped her. Polk County Judge David M. Porter revoked a deferred judgment he gave Lewis, now 18, in September on felony counts of voluntary manslaughter and willful injury and sentenced her to 20 years behind bars. But he then suspended the sentence and placed her on a five-year probation as he had previously to be served at a location yet to be determined. He also gave her a time-served sentence for her guilty plea to an escape charge in connection with the unauthorized departure from the center where she had been sent to serve her probationary term. Though Brooks' father shouted profanity in the courtroom after Porter pronounced his ruling, Lewis displayed no emotion. It was clear, however, that she had gotten a break in a national publicized September decision. The judge had warned Lewis she was getting a second chance and warned she wouldn't get a third. This is crazy. So just to sum this up, Piper Lewis was trafficked. Okay. She was trafficked and sexually assaulted by a 37-year-old man at the age of 16 years old. And he's treating her like she's the criminal. Like, okay, I'm giving you a chance. You're lucky. Make it make sense. She's only 18 now. And you're telling her that she's wrong for what she did. Let's continue to read this um, case. He said he stood by that pledge in his ruling, which split the difference between recommendation by the Ohio Department of Correction and her defense attorney. The department via Lewis Probation Office asked that the, that the deferred judgment be revoked and she had been sent to prison, while her lawyer said the deferred judgment and her probation should continue. Porter said with the judgment revoked, Lewis is now a convicted felon with two felonies on her record and is prohibited from owning firearms and voting and is a subject to other limitations. Hmm. Polk County attorney Kimberly Graham, who argued against sending Lewis to prison, said she supported Porter's decision. Miss Lewis is not at high risk of violence. She will be especially vulnerable to being victimized 
re-victimized should she remain incarcerated, Graham said in the statement following the hearing, and that the renewed probation will allow Lewis to pursue more effective treatment. The state believes she will succeed. So this is Piper Lewis speaking. Lewis originally was charged with first-degree murder in Brooks' death. The charge was reduced after the morning registered. Investigators revealed that at the time of the killing, the teen ran away, had been taken in by a small-town musician turned pimp who sexually abused her and had sent her to Brooks in exchange for marijuana. Prosecutors last fall concurred with the decision to allow probation for Lewis, who had said she wanted to become an advocate for trafficking victims. Lewis was sent to the Fresh Start for Women, a Des Moines transitional facility for women getting out of prison because Iowa has lacked a facility for girls charged with serious crimes since the 2014 closing of the state-run Iowa Juvenile Home in Toledo. The shutdown followed a registered investigation that revealed youths that had been kept in isolation cells for months at a time while being denied adequate education. Lewis said in court Wednesday that she lost her sense of direction at Fresh Start. She noted that she was returned under, under probation to community two weeks after her case became a national news story. I just need to heal by myself and heal with the community later on and then tell my story instead of trying to rush everything, Lewis said. Some of the choices at Fresh Start were either response a trauma or response of old habits. I need to know that it's not time for me to go backwards. I need to go forward and continue to move forward. In a March interview with the Register, Lewis held in Polk County Jail since her arrest said she had felt unsafe at Fresh Start and cut off from therapy in her job at Downtown Pizzeria while quarantined with roommates who had COVID-19. She also said she was struggling in a facility filled with people stuck in criminal lifestyle and drug use. My routine was all out of whack, Lewis said. All my support systems, I didn't really have them like that I did. Like I did. I like going to work. I like going to therapy. I like being outside. Being trapped in a room against my against kind of reminded me of my past life. It made me feel like I was locked up again, added Lewis, who spent about two years in juvenile detention after her arrest in Brooks' death. So I felt like I had to take matters into my own hand for my safety. On Wednesday, Lewis' attorney had a clear thing they want their witness to hammer home. Prison would not be a good place to send her. John Ramiro Jr., a retired juvenile court district court judge in Albuquerque, New Mexico, testified that Lewis needs to go to a gender-specific program that is age-appropriate and is tailored to her. He said human traffickers often tell their victims that unless they comply, they will end up in an even worse situation, such as going to prison. Incarceration or detention is another fulfillment of the prophecy that exploiters tell them. Are we, are we any different than the trafficker by taking away their voices and by telling them when you can get up, when you can get, when, when you can get up, when to get up, where, when to go to bed, and when to spend time outdoors? Where's the one that continues to exploit and do the opposite of protecting the public and rehabilitating an individual? Also testifying was Jasmine Vaffa, Vaffa, an executive director of the nonprofit Right for Girls, who in an April report with Rebecca Epstein, executive director of the Georgetown Law School Center on Gender Justice and Opportunity, recommended that policymakers ended the punishment of judge girls who act against abusers in self-defense. 
Baffer told Porter it is a common for sex traffic victims to run away from threatening situations. We're dealing with young teens, they can act out, but it's important to ask ourselves, is this drama or trauma manifestation? Trauma manifesting, Baffer said. Most of the time with this population is trauma. Running is an avoidant behavior, it's a form of self-preservation. Like Vafa, Teresa Davidson, the co-founder and CEO of Cedar, Rapid, Cedar Rapids anti-trafficking organization chain, interrupted, said victims needed high-structured therape therapeutic programs that take them out of the environment where they were trafficked. For a start, blocks from where Lewis had lived with the musician was not equipped to address Lewis' needs, Davidson said. She said that prison doesn't end abusive relationships and that traffickers can target incarcerated people by grooming them and forming relationships through letter writing. They also can fill a need by putting a money in the victim's commissionary account and sending gifts through the mail. Then when the person gets out of prison, then they're there to say, you owe me now. I did this all for you or I was the only one that was there for you. You owe me, she said. Or they form the relationship and they feel dependent on them and they take them off into exploitation. In Des Moines, she said, Lewis had another obstacle because wearing a court-ordered ankle monitor, she stuck out while commuting by bus to and from work. It's hard to blend in when you're wearing such a thing, Davidson said, pointing out that Lewis also had trouble because of the wide media coverage of her case. Given her notoriety, the location of the facility that will treat Lewis during her second try at probation should not be made public, Davidson said. Graham, the county attorney, recommended the facility be outside of central Iowa. So the probationary office said Lewis should be locked up. Mm. I don't give a damn about what the probation officer has to say. Because she was trafficked, okay? She was trafficked. I want to talk about the case a little bit deeper, okay? So they, they explain, you know, what happened because she ran away because she was a victim. So it says, um, this is from NPR.org, and it says, an Iowa, an Iowa teenager who killed her accused rapist is sentenced and ordered to pay $150,000. She's ordered to pay $150K. How's she going to make $150K if she in prison? A teenage human traffic, trafficking victim who was initially charged with first-degree murder after she stabbed her accused rapist to death was sentenced Tuesday in Iowa court to five years of closing supervised probation in order to pay $150,000 restitution to the man's family. Piper Lewis, she was 17 at this time, was sentenced Tuesday after she pleaded last year for involuntary manslaughter and willful injury in June 2020, killing off 37-year-old Zachary Brooks of Des Moines. Both charges were punishable by punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Polk County District Judge David M. Porter and Tuesday deferred those prison sentences, meaning that if 
Lewis violated any portion of her probation, she could be sent to prison to serve that 20-year term. After being required to pay the estate for the rapist, the court is represented with no other option, Porter said, noting that restitution is a mandatory under the Iowa law that has been upheld by the Iowa Supreme Court. That's so weird. That's so weird. Can you imagine paying a family of the person that sexually assaulted you 150k? But you're the victim. That's crazy. Lewis was 15 when she stabbed Brooks more than 30 times. Now, this article saying she was 15. The last article says she was 16. I don't know. I have to do more research on a case. So, Lewis was 15 when she stabbed Brooks more than 30 times in the Des Moines apartment. Officials have said Lewis was a runaway who was seeking to escape an abusive life with her adopted mother and was sleeping in the hallway of a Des Moines apartment building when a 28-year-old man took her in before forcibly trafficking her to other men for sex. Lewis, Lewis said one of those men was Brooke that he had raped her multiple times in the week before his death. She recounted being forced at knife point by the 28-year-old man to go with Brooks to his apartment for sex. She told officials that after Brooks had raped her yet again, she grabbed a knife from a bedside table and stabbed Brooke in a fit of rage. Police and prosecutors have no dispute that Lewis was sexually assaulted in traffic, but the prosecutors have argued that Brooke was asleep at the time he was stabbed and not an immediate danger to Lewis. Girl... Iowa is not among the dozens of states that have so-called safe harbor laws that give traffic victims at least some level of criminal immunity. Lewis, who earned her GED while being held in juvenile detention, acknowledged in a statement prior to her sentencing that she was struggling with the structure of her detention, including why I was treated like a fragile glass or wasn't allowed to communicate with her friends or family. My spirit has been burned, but still glows through the flames, she read from a statement she had prepared. Hear me war and see me glow and watch me grow. I am a survivor, she added. The Associated Press does not typically name victims of sexual assault, but the Lewis agreed to have her name used previously in stories about her case. Prosecutors took issue with Lewis calling herself a victim in the case and said she failed to take responsibility for stabbing Brooks and leaving his kids without a father. First of all, how you, a sex offender, Worry, well, how, how the family cares about his kids when he didn't care about his kids he didn't care about his kids enough to not do this to her that's wild that's wild to me that's crazy anyway the judge peppered Lewis with repeated requests to explain what poor choices she made that led up to Brooke stabbing and expressed concern that she sometimes did not want to follow rules set for her in juvenile lockup the next five years of your life will be a full of rules and dis you, you disagree with. I'm sure of it, Porter said. He later added, this is the second chance that you asked for it. You don't get a third. What a piece of shit. Carl Schilling with the oil... Iowa Organization for Victim Assistance said a bill to create a safe harbor law for tra trafficking victims passed the Iowa House earlier this year, but stalled and the Senate under concerns from the law enforcement group that it was too, too broad. 
There was a working group established to iron out the issue, Schilling said. Hopefully, it will take be taken up next year. Iowa does not have affirmative defense law that gives some leeway to victims of crime if the victim is committed if the if the victim committed the violation under compulsion by another threat of serious injury, provided that the defendant was reasonably believed that such an injury was immediate. Prosecution argued Tuesday that Lewis wavered the affirmative defense when she pleaded guilty to manslaughter and willful injury. So they just really screwed this girl up. They screwed her up because she doesn't understand. She didn't know what her rights were. That's what they did. They screwed this girl up because she didn't understand. She didn't know what her rights were. She wasn't properly, um, she didn't have proper counsel or anything to defend her. And they took advantage of that when it came to her. That's wild. And they're talking to her like, well, you knew what you did. We don't care what's the reason why you did it. You knew what you did. But y'all know I have my theories when it comes to stories like this. And I have a theory dealing with this. One of the theories I have is that Brooks, the guy that did this to her, I have a feeling like Brooks, either he knows somebody in law, he worked with somebody in law. I think he had some friends in higher places. Because for him to be a musician turned drug dealer, sex trafficker, he knew what people liked. He knew what they wanted. And of course, they're going to take care of their own instead of taking care of this young lady who they don't know, who they don't care about, Who do I have love for? That's how I feel. And this is just a theory. I feel like that he had friends in high places. And this was the tip of the iceberg when it comes to Des Moines. This was about to expose something else. Now, of course, they had to punish the victim. And instead of punishing the right person. So I, I just feel like this story is very sad. 
And I feel like, unfortunately, people don't get protected. Unfortunately, people don't get taken care of just because, one, they're not, they don't have a complexion or the connection or the coins to be protected, one. And two, Um, the person who is trafficking young ladies like Piper know about this. Like the last article, they were talking about how she stands out and, and people who have been in prison who are on house arrest, they stand out and people, 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 um, know they're on probation and they can't do nothing. And they take advantage of the fact that they can't do anything against them in the state of law. So she's in a very vulnerable situation. She was in a very vulnerable situation, in a very sad situation, because she can't defend herself. And there are going to be people who take advantage of the fact that the court system ruled against her and saw her as a suspect instead of a victim. And want to talk about the fact that the man had children, he had kids, he, you took his, him away from his children, now they have a fatherless home. I mean, you might as well go ahead and say, well, now you got, they got a home just like you have. And you, you know, why would you make somebody more like you? My question is, why are you defending someone and seeing him as a father instead of seeing him as the suspect that he is? That's wild to me. And you realize people, they'll take advantage of, they sit up there and they claim that they're helping people who are quotation marks underprivileged youth. And long story short, they sit up there and they're abusing them. They're sexually abusing them. They're hurting them. They're taking advantage of them and, and all that stuff just because they know they can, because they know the law only defend one group of people and only a only defend a group of people. Because if you have money, you can do what the hell you want to the people. How the hell you think Epstein got away with what he got away with? And the girls he targeted were poor girls. They were poor white girls that he targeted. There were poor white girls. I remember listening to one of the stories while watching that movie on Netflix. The girl said she was underprivileged and her parents needed her to get a job. She needed the money. She needed the job. He took advantage of the fact that these girls were poor and didn't have nowhere to go. And he took advantage of them and put them on pedophile island for these disgusting ass rich people to take advantage of them. Now they're scarred for life. That's why you got to protect your children. You got to protect your children from people like this. I know you want your child to be in football, but you need to watch that coach carefully. I know you want your child to be an artist, but you need to watch that manager carefully. Because they say they're good for you, but you need to be careful. Because they'll be the main one turning around and turning your child out. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. 
this is Lady Tiffany Ma. This is these walls of Den, which do in the dark always will come to light. It always will come to light, honey. Let me tell you why I just peeped and why I just caught um, while talking about this. Because the reason I got all in that energy right there is because I was watching Sean Davidway this morning. He was talking about the whole Chris Stokes situation. And I this popped up. And it's coming from the uncut. It says, Beyonce's parents allegedly tried to save B2K from child abuse rings. Now, according to the uncut, it says, a music industry source who claimed to have inside knowledge of the alleged B2K child abuse ring claimed Beyonce family attempted to save the band. Beyonce child, Beyonce child, Desi's child and the band IMAs collaborated frequently in 90s until according to to a source, Matthew knows heard rumors that their representative representatives were brutally violating children in Atlanta. Some of these children were members of B2K and the late Quentin Tarver. A source claimed that Chris Stokes, IMX, and anyone affiliated with them were banned from collaborating or affiliating with Desha's Child following the release of their jump jump, the jumping jumping video. Yes, IMX is in a jumping jumping video. Stokes ex wife stepped forward to reveal the rumor those had heard of were in fact true. There are now calls for authorities to investigate the horror claims. Let's talk about this real quick. I want to talk about this because y'all know that uh, Marcus Houston did do an unsung. This is Lady Tiffany Ma and this is Things Walls of Den. I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. I thought, I think it's Thursday. Ain't it Thursday? It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Which, speaking of, let me check something real quick. I want to check something. Oh, you guys know we got to finish off this January. You know, Jack the Ripper January. Um, And um, I said that mo most of the people I'm going to be talking about, most of the cases I'm going to be talking about are going to be about a specific situation. This is a specific situation where the young lady, I don't think she was a sex worker um, that I want to talk about today is Piper Lewis. Um, I was supposed to talk about her yesterday, but um, when I got called in, I signed up to work. Okay. It's a whole different it's that deodorant thing. It's different. It's different. I signed up to work. And then it has a nerve to like rub in my face. That I'm not working again this week. I'll be working again next week though. Y'all yeah, will see that. I'll, I will take random shifts. What I need to. What I want to. When I have to. Um, I did X. Okay, you know, just never mind. Never mind. Okay, but um, I'm finishing off Jack the Ripper. 
January, and I'll be talking about cyber crimes, crimes that have to do with dating, stuff like that. That's what I will be talking about. But, um... Or crimes that are linked to people going on dates and unfortunately they don't come back alive. Or get home or go home and they passed away um not to ruin valentine's day if you already have somebody valentine's day is for you i've always been someone who believed that valentine's day is for people who are already in relationships that has been established over the years months I don't get why people go on fresh dates on Valentine's Day. It's the same thing. You watch these movies. It's always a movie about a woman in her 30s um, who's single and she wants to impress her family. So she fakes a relationship and then in the end she falls in love or she tries to find love for the holidays. That's not how love works. And I I want people to understand that during the, the Valentine's Day season, I bought my own self my Valentine's Day gift this year. I'm happy. It is coming tomorrow. I will be posting it on my Instagram, which is Lady underscore Tiffany Ma. Um, where you're going to see my Valentine's Day gift to myself. I don't like the idea of going on a date with someone on Valentine's Day. I don't like my first date being on Valentine's Day. I just don't like that. That's just the high roll. I remember I was talking to a dude. I started talking to him around Christmas season. And he wanted to go on a date. I was like, I don't want to. I know what you're getting at, but you know, no, don't, don't do, don't do that. I don't like that. Like, I need to know you or for a minute. Like, I'll say six months before we start doing Valentine's Day stuff because I don't want you buying me cut candy and chocolate. And you think I'm an asshole. Like, no. If we're just now getting to know each other, we should not be going on dates. So I'm just personally telling people that I don't think it's a good idea to go on your first date on Valentine's Day. Because you're going to see couples, couples who have been established, couples who've been together for years, couples who've known each other forever, be on dates. And you can't do the same thing with your date as everybody else is doing. Because what everybody else is doing, they already have. And you're just now getting it. So it doesn't make any sense to go on a, a, a first date with someone. Go on a date before or after Valentine's Day. But don't go on a date exactly on Valentine's Day. That's weird. So I'm going to be talking about... Um, so I'm going to be talking about dating app dates that have gone wrong. That's what I'll be talking about in February. Um, y'all know me and dating apps don't get along. I already told you one story about a guy who wanted to go on a date on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, dude, we just met each other. I knew he was going to do that. You know, it's, it's, some people don't like being lonely. I'm one of the people, I like my own, I like my own, uh, space. But 
I don't mind dating. I just don't want to date around the holidays. I don't want to date around Christmas. I don't want to date around Thanksgiving. And I don't want to date around um Valentine's Day. Because I don't want you sitting up here buying me stuff. And I ain't bought you nothing because you're the last person I'm thinking about. Because we just started dating. So, um, today we're going to talk about Piper Lewis. But we're going to end it off uh, about a story about a raid okay of what's happening so i hope you guys are having a lovely thursday say this and I have to say this to myself as a woman like I gotta do better when I tell you last night y'all know I started working at Mercedes Benz for the first time for Beyonce's concert and um for me it was hard. So now I picked up some shifts to do a private event. It was a corporate event. But I tell you, shout out to the football players. Shout out to the to the football players and the soccer players, which technically that's football still. Um shout out to y'all in that field y'all have to run on. My feet were not ready for that field. 